Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 92. Three reflective ways teacherpreneurs can generate course ideas for teachers. So today we're going to talk about how to reflect on your practice and on your knowledge, your pedagogy, all the things you know about teaching, and figure out what you could create a course on because that is the stumbling block for many people. They're like, I don't have a course idea. And we probably have millions of ideas that are just locked inside of our brains and we have to figure out how to get them out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as, um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from one tired teacher and Trina Debery teaching and learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. So today we're talking about course creation ideas and how to be reflective and think think through those ideas and figure them out. Before we get started, I want to tell you that there is something really cool coming and that is a sneak peek into Digital Course Academy. You actually get to see module one, which is where you learn how to generate ideas and you set a course date and you get to see all of this magic inside of Digital Course Academy. You actually get access to this. So it's super exciting and something you're not going to want to miss, especially if you're considering DCA and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I know that the doors are opening soon. I listened. I'm about to listen to Amy next week and you're like, oh, I really want to be a part of this. Then you're going to want to jump in. So you can find this at trinadabberyteachingandlearning.com sneak peek. So that's where you can find it. And hopefully you will join this exciting adventure that, you know, she didn't do this when I, when I joined, she, it, it's, it, it was, she didn't, ha- she didn't do it yet. So it's become something that she's done in the last two years. And it's so exciting. It's just a really exciting thing to be a part of. So you get, get a chance to actually see for yourself if DCA is right for you. So totally join it at Trina Debrie teaching and learning.com forward slash sneak peek. I hope to see you there. So let's talk about three ways that three reflective ways that teacherpreneurs can generate ideas because this is like I said this can be a place where people get hung up. Now one of the first strategies and Amy talks about this and it might be a strategy that you listen listen more intently to when Amy talks about it but it's called the post-it note strategy and it is such a great strategy to really do like a big giant brain dump. Other 
other people have talked about it too. I feel like Erin Waters might talk about it too. And she does such a great job explaining it as well. And, you know, I've heard it from, from many different ways. And I just, I, I think it's, I think it's really powerful. So you take sticky notes, whether they're like actual sticky notes, or maybe you're using sticky notes inside of like Trello, or you're using Milano, which is my favorite. And you're writing Every idea that comes to you, you're jotting it down on a single sticky note, whether it's digital or whether it's um, actual sticky notes. Now, the power lies, people say, in the actual sticky note. The reason I even suggest a digital format is because sometimes what comes out is something that you end up using and it's already now typed on your computer. That's a big help to me. I don't like to repeat those things. But at the same time, like, you know, it's still a really important it's an important aspect. And so I think sometimes you, you got to do whatever works for you. So you write it on the sticky notes and you just let each idea, sticky notes, sticky notes, sticky notes, sticky note. So then, and you just let yourself just dump it all out. It doesn't matter if it's a good idea, bad idea, you know, idea that you're like, no, I don't know about this. Everything goes. All things matter. All ideas are good ideas. You give yourself a time frame, usually about 10 minutes, and you just dump, 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 dump. So that's one way that you can generate ideas. And and usually when you're thinking of ideas, you're reflecting on things that you know, things that you're interested in, things that have gone well for you, and you're just letting them all flow. So that is, that is a, a one way to really reflect and really think about what might work for a course idea. All right. So the second way, the second reflective way for teacherpreneurs to create a course idea is to actually sit in some in some silence and maybe even have your lesson book, your lesson plan book in front of you and really think about the the your teaching practice. And I want you to really reflect on what you know and what you have done in your classroom that has been really successful. Like you, your kids did really well. Your kids were really enthusiastic. Your kids, you know, overcame an obstacle. Anything that you've done really successfully in your classroom or, or maybe and, anything you've shared with another teacher that has gone really, really well for them and that their kids overcame obstacles or that their kids were, you know, successful or happy and motivated. Anything that brings, you know, other people also success or happiness can be another idea. And this can be anything from like effective classroom management strategies to podcasting with your kids or how to run small groups or how to have meaningful conversations around math or how to build rapport with students, how to handle difficult parents. The list can go on and on. So really just do some intentional reflection and reflect, you know, reflecting and thinking about your own practices and what's worked and what might make a really good course. Your course doesn't have to be, you know, how to run the day from A to Z. It doesn't have to be all those pieces. It always makes me think of like a small moment. I remember when I first learned about small moments from Lucy Calkins and, um, and I was like, oh, my kids are doing like breakfast to bed stories. They're like telling every single thing. I got up, I put my feet on the floor, I walked to the bathroom, I went to the bathroom, then I brushed my teeth and then, you know, and they go on and on and on. And I'm like, a course doesn't have to be like that. It can be 
like the beautiful part around that one special moment. It can be that way for you too when you're creating a course. It can be what Amy calls a spotlight course where you're you're giving them more information based on one small part of their day or something that impacts them. Think of their pain points though. Think about what what makes teaching difficult for teachers? What makes it hard? What would help them overcome some of those those struggles and those pain points? So think about that. Be really reflective. And you might want to put a time frame on this as well. Another way to do that, and this is not really a, a, a way, but it just came to me and I think it's important. Another way to do that sometimes is to allow yourself to have some white space. Like not, you know, don't force yourself to sit down with a timer and you have to think of it in that exact moment. Like sometimes that works for people and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes what I have to do is something that I enjoy or something creative and that's when my brain starts going. And I mean, what I mean when I say that is I love to build things with wood. I know I've, t- I've talked about that before. I shiplapped my bedroom. I shiplapped behind my, you know, basically like my backsplash, my kitchen island. I built a barn door for my laundry closet. I shiplapped my office. I built shelves. Like I built my desk. I built a table. I've built so many things. And doing that, while doing that, while sanding wood is very therapeutic for me. So sanding like that monotonous task with that kind of loud noise, like allows me to think or staining furniture. Like it's just, it's a, I don't know. And I'm doing something creative. I'm in the moment and my brain starts to wander to things and I start getting ideas and things start to come to me because I'm not forcing myself. I'm allowing my creativity to be in flow and I'm allowing myself to think. Another great thinking place is the shower. I don't know why. Now, most of the time I listen to podcasts in the shower, but when I don't, like, and I allow myself to actually think ideas come flowing. So that's that's another that's another thought that you could do. Like don't give yourself don't put so much pressure on yourself. Just re, or even stand in your classroom if you're still in the classroom or stand in your class your past classroom if you're out of the classroom and imagine it. Like think about how the day flowed. Think about all the things that went on in that classroom. Think about something that you're like, "Oh, I can do that because I'm really good at that and my kids did really well or, oh, I, I helped a teacher who was crying once and I told her to do this, this and this and it worked for her. So think of those kinds of things and that is a course idea. Another thing, another way to really have like reflect on what you do is to look at your best selling products is there anything you could teach teachers that would help them better understand how to use your products? Like one of my best sellers is a fairy tale folktale fable unit that I wrote when the Common Core first came out. And I mean, it took me months to write. But what could help a teacher is actually really understanding close reading or really understanding reading workshop. That would actually help them better understand how to use that product. So that might be 
my next course idea. And, um, and, and you know, it's, and if that's your next course idea, that's okay too, because we're going to have different spends on it. It's going to look different for each of us. And if there's already a course out there, that's okay. It means that there's a market for it. It doesn't mean you're going to steal what they have. It means you're going to, you, there's something, it's, it's something that people want and you're going to put your own information, your own energy, your own spin on it. It's going to look different. So those are just some reflective ways to really think about a course idea for you. So it's not impossible. You don't have to get hung up on that barrier of, I don't have an idea. I don't have anything to teach other teachers. That, that's like a mindset issue. We have so much to offer other teachers. Our impact is already great with our resources on TPT. Let's impact more teachers. Let's share information. Let's get teachers, let's give them what they need and help them in the problems that they're in. And let's at the same time, give ourselves some more financial freedom. Let's bring in more income to our business and be able to live our very best lives. That is my goal for this year. I want to live my best life. I want it to be meaningful. I want to give generously to my church, to my friends, to my family, to myself. And I think that's okay. So I'm excited about those things and I hope that you are too. So if that's a barrier, now you know, you can give the sticky note strategy a try. You can reflect on what you already know and what you've already done really well or what you've taught someone else and they have had success. You can use those ideas or you can look at your best selling products and really think about what you could do to help a teacher better understand how to use them. So I hope that helped. I hope that got your brain thinking and you're like, ooh, now I've got lots of ideas just spinning in my mind. Or maybe you're going to go sand some wood and more ideas are going to come to you. You just, you never know. And if you want a sneak peek at DCA and you want to see what it's all about, the whole entire module one broken down into lessons, check out Amy's you know style of teaching. You're going to love her. You want to go to trinadeveryteachingandlearning.com forward slash sneak peek, all one word. And then tune in next week because I have the one and only Amy Porterfield coming on Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I can't even believe it. I'm going to tell you right now that I was a nervous wreck and I got a little, a little, just like a little off topic, not off topic. I, I didn't get off topic. I got a little bit distracted and I couldn't remember what I was saying. So she, Amy had to get me back on track and it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened because you know me, I have ADD. I have a really hard time. And I was like so nervous, but she's a pro. And so she, you know, took it, took that part and ran with it. And it, it was all good in the end. And I, oh, she's exactly what she seems. So it was the most exciting experience. I can't wait to share it with you. You've got to tune in next week. I will see you soon. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.